God is good. And all the time. Give him one more hand clap tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, the the older I get, the more I realize the importance of the road in which I'm traveling on. And it's something that we all should be concerned with and think about every day of our life. Um, Basically, every one of us tonight, we either own one or two roads. One that leads one way and the other leads a place you don't want to go. There, there's no, um, uh, there's no in between. We got a lot of folks try to get in the middle, uh, and run straddle the fence, so to speak. But um, you're on one road or you're on the other. That's what it boils down to. And I want to talk a little bit about that tonight. And uh, um, I haven't. Um, read from these scriptures in a mighty long time, and but as I was praying and studying this afternoon, um, the Lord began to put a few thoughts into my mind about this, and I said, well, I think we'll, uh, we will take this route and talk about this just a little bit this evening. So you pray for me as I try to minister in God's Word, and hopefully we all can leave here encouraged, lifted up, and blessed by the Word of God. We're going to go to the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 7. And I'm going to read verses 13 and 14 to begin with. Matthew, chapter 7, and verses 13 and 14. This is what it reads like, the words of Jesus. He said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, And broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there be many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate. And difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. I hope you notice the contrast there. On one of these, there are many who goes in, but on the other, there's very few. Let's pray. Father, we come tonight, we thank you, and we praise you for your love. Thank you for your mercy that you bring each and every one of us. I thank you for everyone that's assembled together here tonight. I thank you, God, for those that are watching this service by means of the Internet. I ask that you will bless them also, God. We appreciate them tuning in that way. Bless this message. Strengthen us and anoint us for your word tonight. And everything's accomplished. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Let the church say, and you can be seated. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you tonight on a subject titled, The Road 
that leads to life. The road that leads to life. Uh, if you will do some research and study, uh, according to what Mr. Webster in his dictionary says, a road is defined as an open way, usually smooth surface. Now, it's evidently whoever wrote that had never been on the Arkansas road. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> an open way, usually smooth surface, providing passage from one point or place to another. Now, that's copied and pasted from directly from the dictionary. An open way, usually smooth surface, providing passage from one point or place to another. And many of our modern roads began as dirt paths or even trails. Uh, it's hard to imagine. I can't imagine it myself at all. But my dad used to tell me of the time when he first came to Nashville in 1919 that uh, Lebanon Road, as it goes through uh, the Donaldson area right now, all of that was just a dirt road, every bit of it, when he first came uh, to Nashville. Uh, so uh, many of the roads that we have began as dirt paths, and some of them just trails. Now, I'm going to make this statement here, and I'm sure you can tell your age if you understand this, but uh, Route 66 is famous for its historical significance in regard to Americans who love the open road. And uh, there's a lot of nostalgia Related to Route 66 across, uh, running across America. Roads are also known as highways or simply ways. And Jesus in his teaching spoke of a way that leads to life. That is what I want us to consider for a few minutes tonight. Amen. And I want to preach about the road that leads to life. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to make sure I'm on that road. I want to make sure, amen, that I'm traveling down that path that leads to life eternal. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. The devil's got a lot of paths. He's got a lot of trails, amen, that uh, to try to get you to go down. But there is still only one road that leads to eternal life. Now, let's just break this down a little bit tonight. And let's talk about this. First of all, we, want to, we notice we want to talk about the gate. Jesus said, enter by the narrow gate. The first step as we begin the journey to life is the gate. The gate is the point of departure. Come on, somebody. This reminds them of when you head on, begin to head on this road, the first thing he said, he said, you enter in by the narrow gate. Um, 
what I thought about this, uh, and I've seen this, uh, the gate of the point of departure, it reminds me of the gateway arch in American history. I believe that, yeah, they got it right there. You may recognize that. The gateway arch reflects St. Louis's role in the western expansion of the United States during the 18th and 19th century. The park that is contained in is a memorial to Thomas Jefferson's role in opening up the West to the pioneers who helped shape its history. From St. Louis, Thomas Jefferson sent Lewis and Clark to explore the Louisiana Territory in May of 1884, uh, 1804. Two years later, when the explorers returned in September 1806, that city became known as the gateway to the West. And people from all over the world go there just to see that uh, uh, that um, gateway arch. But tonight, the gateway to life, when he said enter in by the narrow gate, and we're talking about traveling down a road that leads to life, the gateway to life is the born-again experience of the new believer in the gospel. We notice Christ called it a narrow gate. And that means you can't enter without losing some stuff. He said this gate is narrow. Amen. And, and it's the point of departure. It's where you begin. It's when we first come to God and receive the born-again experience that heads us out on this road of life. Amen. That means you can't enter without losing some stuff. The gate to hell is wide. It's wide and broad. Amen. But the gate to life is narrow. Hallelujah. Amen. We have got to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we got to be willing to lay down all excess baggage. Can you say amen? When I think about this, I, I don't have it no more. I wish I still still had it. But I had a, I had a book in my office over at the old church uh, that um, had an actual picture of the old Needle's Eye Gate in one of the uh, one of the uh, openings in Jerusalem back in the times of Christ, and it was that gate that Jesus was referring to. When he said it's easier for the um, um, a camel to go through the eye of the needle than a rich man to enter into life, Amen. And uh, for years and years, people pondered that. But when you look back, Amen, in history, the gates of the city of Jerusalem were uh, humongous. Thank God, they were put together. And they would open them up during the daytime where people could go in, people could go out. But at night, for the protection of the city, the main gates were closed. But inside one of those gates was a smaller gate. It was known as the Needle's Eye Gate. And people who wanted to enter in during the nighttime 
Amen. They could get in, but it was difficult. Amen. It was hard. Most of the time, if they had a, a beast of burden or something like that, they would have to unload everything off. Amen. To get through that gate. I'm telling you tonight, church, the gate that leads to life, that puts us on the road to life. Amen. It's a narrow gate. Hallelujah. You cannot expect even to begin your journey if you want to carry all the stuff of the world behind you. Glory to God. You got to be willing to lay down some things. You got to be willing to say, Jesus Christ is not only my Savior, but he's going to be my Lord. So, that gate, he said, enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. There's many people on that broad way today. Many people are headed on that, on that broad way, and they're so blinded by the devil, so blinded by the world and the attractions of the world, that they don't have a proper understanding of which way they're going. And sometimes they ignore the cries of the people trying to warn them. I think about that bridge that collapsed here a couple years ago somewhere. I don't remember where it was at now. And um, there were folks standing at one point trying to flag some people down. But right after, after it went down, uh, there were people that drove right off out into the, uh, into the abyss uh, because they wasn't paying attention and they wasn't listening to those that's trying to get their attention. I'm going to tell you something, folks. The devil will sidetrack you. He will get your mind fixated on so many different things and not necessarily things that are sinful, but things that would just keep your mind off the will of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the beginning is important. The beginning is important of this journey of life. I believe it's that born-again experience where we come to God through repentance and baptism in His name, being filled with the Holy Ghost. And it's sad to say, but there's a lot of folks who used to preach that stout that don't preach it much anymore. Amen. I have been to meetings. I have been to conventions. There's supposed to be people there that was Jesus' name people, but they've, they've let down the bar. Amen. They pre quit preaching. Amen. Uh, well, you know, you don't have to do this or you don't, you don't have to do that. Baptism is not important. Uh, you don't have to worry about being baptized and this and that kind of thing. But, folks, I still remember that Jesus said the gate that we got to go in, the passageway, amen, just like a while ago we seen that picture in St. Louis, the gateway uh, to the west, the gate that leads to life is narrow. But now let's go, let's go on from that and let's talk a little bit about the way. Let's talk about the way or the road to life. Now, we know this to road to life is described as being difficult, a difficult way. Let me go back, amen, and read. Verse 14 says, Because narrow is the gate, 
and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Hallelujah. Amen. Folks, this, is, this, this thing is just not uh, um, something that we can, uh, I, I make this statement a lot, tiptoeing the tulips by. Amen. We've got to understand, amen, if we're going to make heaven our home, amen, we're going to have to live for the Lord and mean it in our heart, Brother Paul. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible said that if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Amen. I think about that a lot. If the righteous scarcely be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a difficult path. Amen. It's um, uh, that, we, that we have to go. Amen. And uh, I looked that up, and I, I, I went to the Greek on that, and it, it, um, it gave me a long list of words. And, and one of them that it gave me, and I was surprised about it, said it was, Paved with persecution. Paved with persecution. You better be in tribulation. You better be sold on the fact that if you're going to follow this way, you're going to be persecuted and you're going to have tribulation to go through. I think about a scripture that I used to hear Brother Hale quote an awful lot years ago found in Acts chapter 14, verses 21 and 22, and I want to read that. And this is talking about Paul and one of his missionary journeys. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Folks, I'm not going to lie to you. The road that leads to life is a difficult one at times. It's a difficult road. Sometimes you're going to have to make a decision that you're going to have to stand alone. Nobody else, nobody else will be there but you and the Lord. But you've got to make that decision. And it's through much tribulation that we enter into the kingdom of God. I'm talking about the road that leads to life. And then now I want to take you back to the Old Testament, to Isaiah chapter 35 and verse 8. Hallelujah. This is a verse you used to hear preached all the time, but you don't hear it very much anymore. This is what he said, and a highway shall be there and the way. And it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. I don't want to be critical and judgmental of nobody, and I don't tend to that. But I have to tell you what the book says. I mean, I can't tell you anything else. But people are so messed up in their thinking and in their mind today uh, because folks think and they feel that they can be mixed up in the world and mixed up in sin and still be on the road to life. Hallelujah. 
But it don't work that way. It don't work that way. We got folks today, it blows my mind. They think that they can do anything and still be on the road to life. I mean, they, they, I mean, you know, they, uh, I know the world is doing it, but you know what? We're supposed to be holding a different standard. Hallelujah. They think that, well, a man and woman can live together unmarried and still be on the road to life. But it, you can't happen. You can't happen. The Bible still says no fornicator shall enter in there. Come on. Now, I'm giving the gays a break here right now because people all the time seem to be jumping on uh, on that bandwagon. But I've always said from the get-go, there ain't no difference as far as where they're going to spend eternity. The outcome is if you got two rusty-kneed guys getting together or a man and woman together that's not married, both is sin. Hello? Hello? I know, I mean, I always seem to manage to mess up the boat. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Lord has called me to preach the book. And I've, Lord knows I have got enough to answer for myself than to have somebody else's blood on my hands. I don't want nobody's blood on my hands. And it don't mean, it don't, it don't mean that we don't love you. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know why it is today that people, you see it in the politics and everywhere else, Brother Kyle, people think that uh, just because you disagree with them, you're harassing them or mean to them some kind of way. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's not that way whatsoever. Not that way whatsoever. He said, a highway shall be there and a way. And it should be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It shall be for those the wayfaring man, though fools shall not. Let me, if you're really honest hearted, amen, and you might not have Amen. Enough brains to fill a thimble. How do you still can see that way if you want to? Hallelujah. One more scripture, and I'm going to close. Isaiah 62, 10 through 12. He said, go through, go through the gates. Now we're back to the gates. Then he said, prepare ye the way of the people. Cast up, cast up the highway. Gather out the stones. Lift up a standard for the people. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world. Say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. Hallelujah. Folks, we need to get the stones out of the way. Can you say amen? We need to clear up the way. We need to get the way prepared. We need to define it plain enough that everybody can understand it. 
I mean, uh, there's there's many of us. There are people here tonight. There's many. Amen. You could you could um, get real technical in things, but um, I believe it's best to keep uh, just talk about the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And here's what it boils down to: We all got to enter by the narrow gate. That uh, there's no other option. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there be many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there be few that find it. Folks, I want to make sure tonight that I'm traveling on the road that leads to life. I want to make sure I'm on that road where I can make heaven my home. I've come, I don't know about you and how you feel about it, but I've come much too too far now. Amen to let the devil sidetrack me and put me off on some other path and on some other road. Amen. We've got to keep going down this path and down this road. Let's all stand together. If anybody needs prayer tonight for anything, the altar is open. We'll be glad to pray with you and for you. Hallelujah. Amen. But let's seek to lead that road, amen, unto life. Life eternal. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus Christ made that way for us. Amen. He opened up that door. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we need... Amen. We need to follow that. Amen. And stay on it. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah.